0: Episode of Girls to Woman. This week it's gonna be just me, the Queen, the most beautiful one. I can't wait for Renee to listen to this. I am Maria. Um, I will be recording alone today. Uh, because, like we explained last week, um, we are gonna try a new thing. So, Renee explained a little bit last week, it was her solo episode and we will be doing interviews alone just because this way we you can have more of one of us and the person doesn't have like two people asking questions it's really focused on one subject and also because our schedules are so so busy and we want to give you the most content possible so we're going to split up our time in order for us to give you more uh this month is women's history month. So I have a special someone that I really love. She's my best, best, best friend in the world. We've known each other for 10 years approximately. She'll explain it a little bit later too. But this girl, um, she's my best friend and I cannot tell you how different our lives are like just to give you a little context. She is a mom of two, she got married when she was 19. Um, she's so responsible, she has a lot of love and support around her. So, whenever you talk to her and you want to pitch your new idea to her, she's the most encouraging person I have in my life. Like, whenever I say, Abby, I'm gonna do this, Abby, Abby, I want to travel the world, Abby, I want to move to Germany. She's always been there. Um, She's the kind of friend that I speak to her maybe once every month and we see each other once every three months. Uh I love her kids and I know that if anything goes wrong or good in my life, or if I see an ex that I hate um, (laughs) casually at the grocery store, she's going to be the first one that will know she's my person. And so why am I talking about her so randomly? Well, I'm talking about her because... She is the person that inspires me a lot, the woman that whenever I need someone, she's there, so I am interviewing her in this episode, and I asked her to join uh, the podcast and do an interview with me because she has gone through a lot, and she is someone that is not afraid to change careers, she has tried a little bit of everything, and she's going to explain it to us. In more details, but I can tell you that if you are afraid of changing, of making a career change, or even changing path or industry, or even like trying this something new as your side hustle, she is the person to go to. Uh, I can't wait for you to listen to this podcast. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us at Girls to Women podcast. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Aw, <laughs> such a great guest to have. Thank <laughs> so you. we've been trying to schedule this for what? Since March last year? Forever. <laughs>
1: Basically, yeah. Basically, and even like pre pandemic.
0: got we had to reschedule, and now I was like, oh, should I reschedule? It's like, no, no, no. Let's just do it.
1: <laughs> Finally. Finally. Finally.
0: So Abby, Abby. For those who don't know, Abby is my best friend. We've known each other for ten years now.
1: Um, really? I thought it was a bit more.
0: Yeah, I was seventeen, and now I'm twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and de- Abby didn't decade. like me. I
1: activity. did not. She took my spot at work. <laughs>
0: at work. So yeah. So we met at work. Uh, I took her spot. Apparently, yeah.
1: I was like, "Who is this girl?" Like, I just came back from vacation. Who is this girl?
0: But she actually quit. It's not like I came and no, I did not
1: quit. I took. I went away for a month on vacation.
0: On vacation for a month from at a grocery store.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. So I want you, Abby. I've seen your. I've seen you grow, in the past ten years. And I've seen how you've been lost at certain times and found yourself and lost again and found mm-hmm. yourself. So that's what I want to talk about. Okay. Um, can you tell us what your career path looks like?
1: Okay. Uh, for a very basic intro, because I am a very young mom, I, I got married young, I have two kids of my own. Um, so I, I got Everything started for me when I was just younger and fresh out of high school. I like literally got married a year or two years later. How old were you when you got married again? 19.
0: Okay, just to put a bit of
1: context then, here. Yeah, so I was 19 when I got married and then I had my first child at 20. So it, everything happened fast and I was at a phase where like I was not working, but I didn't have a business mind either but i also just wanted to do something to get people to stop talking. Mm-hmm. So i'm like okay, let me go into makeup because at the same time i enjoyed doing that. Mm-hmm. I went into like um i took a course specifically for makeup and i was just like, oh, i'm enjoying this. It was it was tough because there's so much like writing in makeup. Why do you have to write in makeup? And i was i completed it. I started doing makeup, but i was not like oh, like known for that. I was just there like posting random stuff on Instagram. Nothing was business related. I was just doing what any 21-year-old was doing at that time. Like five, six years ago, it was not like how developed our social world is right now back then. So, you know, I started doing makeup for clients here and there. I was still a new mom. I was dealing with postpartum depression. I was dealing with so much that. I was literally just lost. I was doing things to get people to stop talking. I was putting on a show to see like, this is how I'm living my life. Yeah. Like, you know, like it was just like a very blank moment for me, like it was not bad. Cause I learned so much. Like I grew so much from how things used to be from back then, but everything that I've been through like going through like my makeup business, um, taking makeup clients, and I went on to creating content for Instagram. I even tried YouTube, but YouTube didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. It was like a big no. <laughs> Instagram, I you know- It didn't I was, work I,
0: because you didn't like it consuming. or because-
1: Okay. It's time consuming. And like any YouTuber would know that it's not like a five minute, you just record and you upload, you get all the good feedbacks. So it's just not reality.
0: Yeah.
1: And for even for Instagram, Okay, like I had to do 60 second videos and I was enjoying it when I first started, mm-hmm. but I fell into depression when I was halfway into Instagram because I felt attacked by numbers. Okay. So because it anybody
0: very fast,
1: I grew, I grew on Instagram, I grew over 10k followers on my original page.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, and from the outside like from someone, because we are the kind of friends that don't necessarily talk every day.
1: So we will just catch
0: up. And so I was just following her and seeing how much she grew and how much everything was going well. From the outside, you think it's great, but from the inside, how was that?
1: It's it's not, it's like every morning when I woke up, it's the first thing I did was take up my phone and see who, who followed me. How many likes do I have? How many views do I have? What are my impressions, my insights? It drove me nuts. And even if I posted a story, which was just like anything, I would check, oh, who's watching my stories?
0: Yeah.
1: I felt like I had to get down to the bottom of why I'm not reaching many views as I was when I started off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe people don't want to see me. It's I start self-doubting.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's not just me. Every single person self-doubts of course especially
0: uh, online on social media when we see so many other creators like everyone is a content creator now
1: exactly everybody but it's good like if you have the talent to do it go for it don't let Mm -hmm. people say like oh yeah you know you're a baker now you're a makeup artist now you're a photographer now yeah if they have the talent they can do it yeah okay so there's no use of saying oh um so you're also a makeup artist Mm -hmm. I've heard so much of that and it's like it's it's not realistic like people just want to bring people down and I was at a point where I knew it was toxic for me so I stepped out okay I literally just I, I, I quit Instagram
0: did you do this by yourself or did you need someone to tell you Abby you've changed no. Abby this is going on how did you come how did you understand that you this was toxic for you
1: Well, I actually noticed it by myself. Nobody had to like tell me, oh, you know, you're behaving a certain way, but it got to me when I would have to spend time with my kids, which I love doing, but I was not able to do it without putting my phone down. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm with my kids where we're at a park or we're enjoying a movie time, I would have my phone like literally like in front of me and I'd be like looking at all the insights on my Instagram. I'm just like, this is not good. I shouldn't be like sucked into this app. Telling me how I should be spending my free time. And then I came to realization that I don't have free time because I'm so consumed by something that's only for everybody else except for myself.
0: Yeah.
1: Were you, you know enjoying I mean? it? I was I was enjoying it. I was honestly enjoying creating content, yeah. putting it out there. But then before putting it out there, I would always have to go through this little stressful moment yeah. where it would be like, I just can't, you know, I don't want to post it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I only started enjoying just the creating moment.
0: How long did your content creator phase last? Your Instagram account, how long was that career?
1: It was a good four to five years, actually. It was wow. actually, I, I started in um, when I was 21. Okay. And I just ended about a year. Two years ago i will say a year and a half and i'm going to be okay. 27 okay so i'll literally say a good four to five years and um it was good but now that i'm done with it i feel good about it i don't regret it good i learned everything i needed to and i'm, I'm actually good about it now
0: good so after that after you realized that this was toxic that you had to change paths, careers?
1: So what not everybody knows is I did go through a dental career not long ago. You know, I became a dental assistant. I graduated. I was working in the field, but it was not for me. It was just, it was not for me. I didn't want to work as a dental assistant all my life or even be in a dental clinic. Mm -hmm. So I literally like quit three months after graduating and finding a job, I quit. And I know a lot of people would be like, "Why would you go through all that? Why would you go to school? Why would you pay so much? Why would you become one one thing, get a degree, find a job, which good? It's a good salary, and then quit." But like I say, I'm not a mater- I am a materialistic person, mm-hmm. but I I'm not. It's not enough for me to sacrifice my time or my mental health, or like my peace. It's not enough. Yeah, so I quit that. And now I'm just at home with the kids. You know, I have a part time job. It's nothing. And um, I do have a business plan for the near future, which obviously Maria, my best friend knows, but the world (laughs) does not yet.
0: Of course. You've changed careers a lot. Um, You mentioned you don't regret putting so much content and trying to grow your Instagram. Knowing, Mm -hmm. understanding that it was toxic and then leaving, you don't regret that part. Would you have done anything different knowing that, knowing everything you know
1: today? I mean, if I knew that in the beginning that I'm going to enjoy it, I would have continued for sure. Because when I first started, I didn't know that it was going to like be a part of me. Mm -hmm. I was not a consistent person. Maybe... You know, like everything is, becomes a lifestyle at one point, right? So maybe if I had made content creating a part of my lifestyle, I wouldn't have quit it. But at the same time, there are like so much content creators out there who are either depressed or under stress and are very consistent and have a very successful page. Yeah. So like, I don't think I can change or do anything different about what happened already, I'm just happy that I didn't let it get to me mm-hmm. to a level where I just hated myself.
0: You mentioned that you did this because... No, you started doing makeup because yeah. of what people said. Yes. So in our days, we are very like um, influenced by yes. everything around us. Our mm-hmm. parents, our we have we're the oldest so we need to give an example to our younger siblings or society friends of friends of friends people that just see you once or twice a year but they still have their
1: bit of a little bit of words yeah exactly especially because i come from a south asian community Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of people who found out that i was getting married at the age of 19 had things to say as if she's probably pregnant that's why she's getting married yeah but that was not the case and then as soon as I had my first child they were like look at her she's ended her life she has no job she has no career she has no education and that's why I'm like you know let me just take everybody off my back because like there's so much it was not like one or two people it was like literally a lot of people in our in my community just talking
0: yeah
1: so I'm just like you know my mom was like, do it if you want to do. My husband's like, if this is good for you, go ahead and do it. So at the same time, I felt like it would also make me happier. So I did it. I'm mm-hmm. I mean, like, even if part of the reason was to keep people off my back, I didn't want to do it because I didn't want it. I, want, I had to do it. I did it because I did want to do it. Yeah.
0: But also because they were talking. The
1: influence, so, yes.
0: would Do you think that without those outside influences without without those outside voices you would have taken more time to think okay this is what I yeah. really like or you know consider other careers longer ones. definitely
1: for sure I probably would have um not to lie I straight up I would have sat home for a good three to four years oh, me okay too. <laughs> just spending because I was a new mom so who doesn't want to spend time with their kids right Exactly. So, of course, I would have sat home for like three to four years or until like my first daughter went to daycare or whatever it is and come up with something, even if it was to work at a grocery store, if it was go back to school, whatever the case is, I would have wanted to take a little bit of time on that. But, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, everything happens for a reason.
0: That's true. I feel like society is always going to talk anyways. And when Always. we're younger, would we let it affect us
1: more.
0: 100%. How do you feel now about external? Say what you want
1: to say. Say what you want to say. This is what I'm going to do. You don't like it. Bye.
0: At the end of the day, <laughs> they're not paying your bills, aren't they? They
1: are they? They're feeding me. Mm-mm. Exactly. <laughs> they're not buying me my materialistic things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you have a plan? For the next five years, except your business plan, do you have anything else well, career-wise that you want to explore? Um,
1: not like other than the, my business plan. I don't have anything other than that. I do have major plans for my business itself when it launches. In the next five years, I have goals to reach. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, in career-wise, I did want to think not sure, about taking a small business management course just okay. to get more insight because it, it is useful. Knowledge is power. Yes. But other than that, I don't really have um, other career moves other than personal life moves. I do, but not career-wise. It's all related to the sole purpose of my future business.
0: Good. I'm so excited for you to start,
1: for everyone to know. <laughs> it's it's going to be big.
0: It's going to be big, that's for sure. Um, what would you say to someone that is first just starting her career that just got out of high school or university? And two, to someone that wants to make a career change?
1: For somebody who's stepping out of high school and wants to do something about their life immediately, take your time, okay? Because as a young person at that everybody's been at your age everybody's been in your footstep okay everybody at one point will have the same story but in a different version of theirs so if you're gonna step out of high school if you don't want to continue education it's totally fine but find something that you're not gonna go crazy about like you you want to thoroughly enjoy it because number one mental health matters mm-hmm. you do not want anything toxic so take your time don't let anybody do anything for yourself do it for yourself yeah. And even if somebody wants to start their career, like try doing on yourself before asking for help. And if you need help, ask for it. That's all I can say. Because you need if you can't try, try it, nobody's gonna help you. And if you need help after trying, people are gonna be out there to give you a hand.
0: That's for a career change.
1: Yeah, wait, oh for a career change, if you if you think that changing your career is going to bring you a better life because at the end of the day, it all narrows down to what your life. It doesn't narrow down to money or where you're going to live or how you're going to live. It's your life. Nobody's going to change that, right? Except you. If you think your career is going to change your life, just do it. Don't think twice. If you need to invest, invest. If you need to take time, take time. Do what you need to do to get to your final goal of you living a peaceful life that you've always dreamt. Of. Everybody has a life that they're dreaming of, right? Yeah. Whether it's living in a certain house or driving a certain car or going to a certain job, you need to do get to that end goal. And if your career change is going to help you reach your end goal faster, change your career. It's it's really not going to hurt anybody except nobody.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also went through a career change not long ago. Yeah. And for me it was hard the first picture me in a different mm-hmm. industry in a different job doing something totally different of what i've been doing for the past 5 years uh, so that was my first challenge my own limitations my 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 own thinking of you're not going to be able that's not possible
1: exactly.
0: and I started listening, so I went from sales to programmer. I started listening to a bunch of podcasts about people that broke into tech, into technology, became programmers Mm -hmm. or became even sales in technology because it's an industry that's booming, but also very hard to get into when you have no experience. And there are so many people doing it. So we all at some point face that fear of, Okay, but also what are people going to say if I quit? Or
1: or what's going to happen if I fail? Yes. What's going to happen if I fail? But you guys never turn around and say, you know, what happens if I succeed? Mm -hmm. Okay, what happens? It's always about what if. How about you phrase it as I can become a better version of who I am today? Yeah. You know, it's, it's all, it's, it's, it's honestly a mind game. Yeah. Like it's even all you.
0: in your head.
1: Yeah. I know that you went through so much transitions. You literally moved across the country back yeah. and forth. Okay. Yeah. So it's not easy for you to just pack your bags and go, but you did it because you chose a better version and a better opportunity. Yeah. You didn't let the, you, even though I'm pretty sure you have like, what ifs, you know, what is, you know what is my mom going to say? What is my brothers and sisters are going to think? What is My friends are going to think if I just pack up and move across the country, even when you told me you were like a little hesitant the first time you were telling me you were going to Germany. And I'm just like, but I'm happy for you. Like I don't have the guts to get up and move another, move to another country, but you did it.
0: Yeah. But also coming back, going back on your steps. And then saying, okay, I don't want to do sales anymore. Even though I was being successful with I had a five-year international sales career. I wasn't enjoying it, but I was doing it because after you have a, such a big resume and so many mm-hmm. countries and so much experience, it's easy to get a job kind of anywhere. Yeah. And now starting from scratch, going back to school, going back to my parents' house, you know, doing that it was a lot of what will people say and exactly the friends that i told were all supportive that's good the people that were not were people that didn't know me and were like really like but you have what's you're point? successful you're successful and, and you're really say, gonna change you know
1: they will say what's the point of all of this you're making money you're paying your bills you're eating well so what's the point of you changing your career
0: Exactly, and the close my closest friends were so supportive, even mm-hmm. though they ne- didn't necessarily know that I hated my old job, that I was unhappy, that I hated cold calling clients. They were like, "Yeah, but you're making money. Yeah, but you yeah. live in Germany. Yeah, but you live in Europe. So it's a lot of." But I'm not okay, happy. But I'm not happy. I'm not happy.
1: Go. I don't feel good. I don't want to wake up nine to five. You know what I mean? I don't want to go to an office job, or. Maybe I don't want to do this kind of job on my computer. I'm mm-hmm. not happy. At the end is I am not happy and I want to be happy.
0: Exactly. And if you want to make seven, so right now I have my full-time job. I have mm-hmm. a part-time job in Finland. I have a podcast. I have something Upcoming else business. coming up. and I'm, And last night I had another idea and I was like, oh, that would be cool. And I'm like, okay, I just don't have enough time to like do everything. But it's also like, if you want to have one job, if you want to have zero jobs, if you want to have five jobs or five passion projects and just one little one that's going to bring you money, we're not all shaped with this. We're all not shaped shaped the same. So we have to stop thinking that, oh, this person left school or this person did that, you know.
1: Everybody's going to find their own piece Mm -hmm. and I know so many people who are just sticking to the job that they have a degree with because of the what if yeah because literally and even if their parents are supportive their community that they come from will bring their own parents down in a talking manner where like why is your daughter or your son doing this when they can have just worked in a field where they graduated from Mm -hmm. it's always about what other people think, which is sad.
0: But also the fact that if you have a degree, I don't know, in engineering, and then you hate that and you want to be an Instagram model or content creator, society or people or friends are going to be like, yeah, but you have a diploma. Why don't you go with the safe option? This is safe. You're going to have a job, a high paying salary. I still get
1: that. I still get it. Okay, people who know that I actually have a, um, a degree in my dental assisting, like, why don't you go back to working in a dental clinic? I'm like, how many times do I have to tell someone that I don't want to work in that field? I'm not happy working in that field. How many do times do I have to actually ask treat the myself?
0: Same, but do they ask the same concerning your makeup diploma?
1: No, no, because it's not as a qualified job.
0: Right, Exactly
1: it's not qualified to certain people. It's like, for example, let's take people working at restaurants. Mm -hmm. You know how many people went from culinary school to working at restaurants, but to the outside world, it's just like, look at him, he just makes food.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's not fair. It's just not fair.
0: I have a friend who didn't finish uh, high, uh, no, he did finish high school, but he didn't finish university. And he decided he liked being in restaurants so just serving food being a busboy yeah. uh bringing i don't know what else to do in restaurants i have no idea but mm-hmm. all that you know being a uh, waiter yes and uh, lately with the pandemic he everything closed but mm-hmm. he's someone that likes to move that likes to talk to okay. people that's mainly why he went into that career path because he he enjoyed that
1: environment
0: exactly and now being at home alone making money what from the government it's okay but he needed that interaction but it took him so long to decide to finally do uber eats and skip the dishes and those Mm -hmm. delivery things because what will people say Yeah. And the first thing he did, the first person he told, and I'm very proud to say this, he told me, and I was like, good, that's good for you. I mean, you're going to go out because I know how much, how bored he was at home. I know how like he wanted basically to kill himself because he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't doing anything he was passionate about. His money was just coming in steady, but he wanted to make money. He wanted to feel worthy of it. So he finally did it and now he's really happy. Like it's, he now talks about it to more people and he noticed that no one judged him. No one said, oh my God, ew, you went to do it's,
1: it's mostly when we feel insecure, mm-hmm. okay, about what other people are going to think is when other people start thinking about it. Yeah. You know, like when you say, what are other people going to think? And you feel insecure about that. So you don't open about it versus I feel I feel good about this what are you going to say and then it gives them that kind of thing where oh she's confident so we can't really say anything anymore
0: ah yeah the way you approach it that's how yeah. people will react yeah yeah but there are always people that will try to bring you down forever so forever so it's always important to know what you want and especially know what you don't want yeah. for yourself
1: for sure
0: so What would you say to yourself
1: at 18? Uh, I was at 18, you know, I was fresh out of high school. I was literally working at a grocery store 40 hours a week. Okay, that's all I did. 40 hours a week, I was there. Even my summers, my day, even if it was a day off, I would go in and take a sick shift. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I was, I felt like I was grounded Bet- like by myself, like I didn't let myself live. Mm-hmm. And what I always like, I would have, I would have told myself like, you know, go out, travel, okay, go out with your friends more often. <laughs> Literally, do anything you want to do because being a mother who I am right now, obviously, I have responsibilities. Yeah. Okay. I don't get to do it. I don't. I don't. I. I feel like I missed out on so much much things when I was, when I, when. (laughs) I feel like I missed so much things that I could have done when I was 18. And I can't, it's not like I can't do it right now. I just don't want to do it right now because my mindset is not like I'm 18 anymore. Yeah. So I would would literally just go back and tell myself, you know, go out more, like stop working so much for no reason. Like money is not the solution to everything.
0: Sure. And especially because at grocery store today, doesn't really yeah. care or doesn't really think about you as much as you thought about it back then.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, so, for our last last question, when did you become? When did you go from girl to woman? Or are yeah, I you became a woman? A mother. Okay.
1: When I honestly, I have to say, when I actually became a mother, but not with my first child. Oh. With my second child. Yeah, exactly. When I had my first child, I was still very immature, very childish. I did not take responsibilities. You know, I let my mom do my most of the work and my husband. But I felt like I grew up with uh, my second pregnancy and I transitioned into a better person, which I can confidently say I actually went from being a girl to a woman within my second pregnancy. Not my first. So I'm excited for my third. Ah! Not yet. Not yet. Soon.
0: I know I count the days every month I keep asking. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so so much, Abby.
1: No problem. Um, Thank you for having me.
0: Well, there it is. That's my best friend. I won't repeat what I said at the beginning because I know it was a short, long introduction where I was just praising my best friend, but I have to say that she is very resilient and we all have that in us. It's something that we are not recognized for when we talk about women We talk about how they give birth, uh, how they um, do a bunch of stuff, but we forget to say that even though we go through a lot of challenges, we still need to like have our shit together in a sense, or at least pretend that we do, because people don't care if they know us or if they know what we go through, they're just going to judge us from what they see on the outside so if you are someone going through something difficult if you are thinking about changing careers like i said and you need support i have been there i've done that obviously my situation was a little bit easier because i have the support of my family and my friends but it i mean it's still difficult to get your head around that new idea and to actually visualize, manifest that job that you actually want or that big change. And guys, if you're following me on social media, you're gonna start seeing that uh, on April 1st, something's coming up. And I'm not just saying this to advertise my new project, but you'll see that. I'm not gonna stop. I have two jobs. I have so much going on. I'm also doing free work for a nonprofit organization. Guys, life doesn't stop. If you want to do it, if you can think about it, you can make it true. Um, yeah. So in this note, I wanted to talk also about the shooting that happened last week. We haven't addressed it here in the podcast, and since I really care about this, I have to. I am just so sick of all these shootings happening. Um, yesterday, a, col- uh, a shooting also happened in a grocery store in Colorado. The there was the shooting last week, which was racial uh, hate against Asians in the spa. I mean, can we just stop? I cannot believe that we have to point out every single race every year for everyone to understand that we all deserve to be treated equally, that your little comment or that the fact that you came into a spa shooting to Asian women because they were a temptation to you is not racist. Like, how does that make sense? How can we address this And make everyone understand. I'm really disappointed in the society we're in. I don't want... I feel like because COVID is kind of ending, so we're lifting restrictions. The shootings are going to come back. We're going to remember that we still hate people, that people are outside. We're going to see them. We're going to... I cannot believe that this is the society we are in. Um, The United States has so much work to do, but we also have it as a society and all. I went to Chinatown this weekend because I was walking downtown here in Montreal. And people are actually saying and expressing their... I don't know how to express this myself. People are outside manifesting and trying to pass to send a message to everyone I just I don't know if this is gonna change soon but we have to stop being quiet we have to make more noise it's not a trend it's actually something that everyone goes through every day either you're Asian or black or Latino like we have to raise our voices. And make everyone understand that we exist and that people of color are not going anywhere. So they better start treating us right. But yeah, guys, we have to do something. And in this note, I hope you guys have uh, an amazing rest of the week. I hope my first solo episode wasn't too boring because I felt like I love talking, but this talking alone it's a little bit overwhelming (laughs) so guys thank you for joining us or joining me and abby and uh, see you next week bye